Uh, we should be live, and unfortunately, Craig was not caught in the recording. No robot voice. There was one, but you won't hear it. Craig is always listening. Always. And it's not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Hello, and welcome to Critical Recovery. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. And tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbeth is hanging out in chat. And a question was asked shortly before I pressed the record button. What did we do last time? We climbed a mountain and fought some people who were operating some catapults that were shooting into nowhere. I got a hippo thrown at me. A worst hippo. And they weren't firing the catapults into nowhere. They were firing them specifically away from where they were and off the side of the mountain. I think if you asked the I mean, that's still a very generic direction away from here. Away from here is a good direction when you're talking about an extra-dimensional hippo with no face, just more mouth. I think and if that, you ask the kobolds in the Monday game, they would argue that these extra-dimensional hippos are preferable to the hippos they encountered at the beginning of the campaign. I mean, the hippos they encountered <laughs> at the beginning of the campaign won't eat them, so there may be some debate on the subject. But we, the, the kobolds have dealt with many, many things that want to eat them, but not many, many things that want to order them around. Eh. Well, the, the gif are mercenaries. So at this point, the kobolds might order the gif around, depending if they're hired. True. Uh. With that said, there was also a portal into the ethereal plane uh, behind which something that... Now, none of the kobolds knows who H.P. Lovecraft is, so they don't understand H.P. Lovecraft references. However, there's something on the other side of that portal that would make them immediately want to invent that genre and then burn it to the ground. Are you implying that the characters in this campaign do know who H.P. Lovecraft is? No, quite the opposite. (laughs) Uh, And we ended the last session with this being who had apparently been ordering the Kraken Priest around and had been tossing things through the portal in an attempt to break down the barriers between this plane of reality and the ethereal plane to pull all of Circulus into it. That was the overarching goal. Uh, ah. Well, they were attempting to mock you and belittle you and point out how their victory would be inevitable. And none of you seems to have cared. Literally every person we've killed has said their victory is inevitable. So... Join the queue, mysterious also, squid person. And Everybody every being that has said it would defeat me has died. And and everybody, every being present has died at least once. I have not. So, see, we've so we're all giving you some you. practice, I guess. Because here's the thing. You haven't died. We've all died and come back, so... There's one thing that that we have that you don't, which is that you fear death. I do not understand how that is your conclusion. I am far too powerful for any being I have encountered to slay me. I have devoured gods. Yeah, but what if someone does slay you? What then? What I mean, have you thought about what happens? What does a god taste like? Does it taste like chicken? It has a strong umami flavor. Well, that actually tastes good. Gorga did 
absolutely asked that, and it was entirely a ploy to throw the, this thing off balance. And that <laughs> umami is apparently one of the few words in common that this being knows. <laughs> that one. <laughs> it, it doesn't know feet. It doesn't know bugs, but it knows umami. <laughs> Seriously, though, have you thought about what happens if you run into something that can kill you? What happens to you? This is not something I have pondered. There is no need. Well, I what, have transcended. Are you, are you sure? If I say positive, will you drop the subject? I'm just saying it's a philosophical thought that you should you should think about. It's it's really important to think about what happens after death. One should always be willing to contemplate their place in the universe. I what have happens discovered when there's no my more place you? in this universe, and it is to devour world. Yours is next on the buffet. Okay, but why is that? Everyone needs a hobby. No, no, no. I, I, I get devouring worlds. That's like a, that's that's the part of this that I understand. Well, sure, everybody's got to eat. But you know that almost makes sense. Horrible but sense. Our but worlds. This I mean, why, why have you chosen world our world? Kevin's led me to. Oh. Uh, it comes back to the Kevins. Oh, so you worship the Kevins. Okay, we can probably oh, run a few of them. Yeah, we can deal with that. that. Yes, okay. You are the worshiper of the Kevins. That's amazing. Yeah, you so are the, clearly the are not as capable as the ones who destroyed my Kraken. Well, this conversation now that's just hurtful. is over. Oh, God. Meet your doom. I have other portals I need to attend to. And with that, the tentacle monstrosity on the other side of the portal shifts. No, no, wait. No, the, it doesn't shift. It's the portal that's shifting. That's, it shouldn't bend that way. That is, there are three dimensions that you are aware of, and it's not bending on any of those three axis points. But it's, it's definitely, it's, it's shifting. Do you it, all think my sword will survive if I try to stab that? I no. It's it magic. I have no clue. It's magic. Did it just grow wings? I think it just grew wings. What, the portal? Yeah, that's... They don't do that every day. No, that's new. Hmm. No, and and those are definitely claws. Those are clearly claw-shaped. Oh, no. Um, it's a dragon. That's a tail. It? Well, imagine a dragon made of nope. And I don't hey. mean the nope, I don't want to deal with that. It's just most of what you've encountered throughout your lives plural, because this is not life number one for any of you, has been made out of stuff. Now, what that stuff was can vary and should vary. Ah, uh, so it's an anti Does anyone have a spell that's just like an explosion? Not yet. What you are encountering now is a dragon made of not stuff. Of not stuff. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. If you gaze eyes and draws your sword. Okay, looks like we're ready for fight. If you gaze too Hello? long into it, Something gazes back at you and not from the right place. But yes, Hello, roll you're for initiative. Dumb. We're doing what? Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's, it's I good got to get a 14. And LFA has joined uh, us just in time for me too. A dragon made of nope. I also got a 14. Uh, 14. <laughs> Three 14. You get a 14. And you get a 14. <laughs> Everyone check under your seat. <laughs> And uh, and Jed's got a twenty-one. Yes, Morley oh, gets Morley. to go first. Oh my! Okay. The, ador <laughs> the adorable innocent cinnamon roll gets to strike oh. the first blood. Okay, so uh, give me a second uh, here. I'm still putting in. It's 
I don't know why I kept checking. I should just put in 14 for almost all of you. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so what was Zuda's again? No, Zuda's was 14. Okay, but what was Ryan's again? It was 14. Okay, but what was... Oh, I, I forgot what Gorgas was. Let me check. Oh, oh, 14. Vex is going before you. Oh. Wow. Well, not going before Morley. Morley got a 21. Morley, mm-hmm. uh, there uh... is a dragon made of anti-stuff, which is the best terminology that I can come up with right now for it. Made it looks mean. Stuff. It looks what? It looks mean. It's mean. Okay. Uh, see what I can see if chill touch does anything to this thing. Some of it has particles, right? Maybe. I mean, you're mostly <laughs> able to tell where it is by looking at where reality is, and then looking for the edge of where reality stops being. Okay, I'm going to aim What's there. The particle in this. Uh... You know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to breathe that in. Well, put your mask on. That's what I'm going to do. We can check to see oh, if it blends. <laughs> uh, 15 so, so is not 15. going to hit. Uh, okay, that one's... T- that's, that's all they have for now. All right. Next up is you're not appearing in this film because they've already vacated the premises. Uh, next up is Vex. <clears throat> Vex decides discretion is the better part of valor and continues to try to hide behind Morley. <laughs> Okay. Uh, next up is uh, the one dragonborn that led you up here. They are still looking over the side of the edge of the giant cliff face, singing a happy little tune to themselves about how everything is so quiet. Gorga and Ryan and Zuda. I will go last. Well, assuming that not exactly a dragon thing isn't within stabbing range of a rapier, Gorga's yeah. only choice is to take a somewhat defensive stance and just be ready for when it comes close. I am ready for round two. <laughs> uh, actually, Crash? Yes? I, I don't know if this is a valid thing to do, but I'm going to voluntarily go on a 13. I mean, you can hold your action. No, I'm just saying, since, we've, since we have all, since three of us have gotten 14 as our initiative. Okay, so here's I the am thing. Choosing to go, I am choosing to go last in each round, so functionally okay. I'm going on a 13. Okay, so... Two things. First of all, I can't change the initiative order in the combat tracker without rerolling okay. everything. Uh, but two, in the event of ties, it sorts by alphabetical order, and you named your character Zuda. Zuda. <laughs> all right. That's fair. So you have functionally achieved this anyway. Okay, then. <laughs> so, all right, so- nope, dragon, let's go. It's hovering just out of melee range because it was dropping things from when it was a portal on the catapults. So if you want to do a ranged attack, you can. Otherwise, you're standing at the ready. Don't I have a spiritual weapon up? Oh, Oh, you know what? Yeah, you had a spiritual weapon up. It's been that close. So I'm going to attack first with my spiritual weapon. An eight is not going to do it. Yeah, an eight is not going to do it. Which I'm not trying Um, to rub it in, but I'm saying it for the recording. I am going to cast Firebolt at it for my regular action. A 12 is also not going to do it. Hey, that roll was higher. I'm moving closer to it. Okay. Um, I would argue that climbing up a catapult is difficult terrain, but if you wish to do that, you can get within striking distance of it. I want to do that. Okay. We now have an Asimar on top of a catapult. Nothing bad is going to happen (laughs) from this. Oh, no. I swear everyone in this party but me is suicidal. I mean, they already tried it once. Shut up and let me do my job. 
I'm not complaining. If you want to die just to give me a few extra hours, then by all means. But yeah. Okay. Are mm-hmm. you attacking? Mm-hmm. Is that your turn? Well, Ryan, Ryan yeah, that, ran up the catapult, so... Oh, okay. Making sure. I'm assuming at this point that you're trying a different die roller because you don't like sidekicks' results. <laughs> Gorga already took her turn. She's not going to try a non-magic weapon against half-dragon, half-portal. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. Uh, that's a 17 plus 6 for a 23. Uh, 23 hits. Or should I say, it doesn't hit anything. <laughs> well, then, I don't do 12 points of radiant damage. And it doesn't like that. The next attack roll made against the target before the, the end of my next turn doesn't have advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see all this stuff? Don't hit any of it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. Um, so... And yes, Zuda really does say, hello, your doom. <laughs> Valid. He did announce himself this. So. That, that's how it was introduced to us. Yes, it must be a name yeah, fair. or title of some sort. That's yes. fair. Okay. And the next thing that happens, happens off camera. Chris the next snores. thing that happens, what's that? Chris snores. <laughs> Possibly. The next thing that happens is the not dragon decides to use its not breath attack. We're going to take nope damage. It has more than one breath attack. It gets to pick. Ooh. Gorga objects. She has no power <laughs> to make that meaningful, but she objects. <laughs> Gorga is Ace Ventura. Not Ace Ventura. That's someone else. Um, the, the attorney guy. Oh, yeah. Phoenix Wright. Thank you. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yeah. That's where the Ace came in. It's I have never played the games. So I just... Remember the memes. There it is. All right. Um, so I will say the first three games were really well written, even after vocalization. But yeah, I'll leave it there. My main experience is someone took um, sections from the game and reworked them to be the boot to the head skit. <laughs> and it was that gorgeous. was also funny. That was also funny. Yes. Uh, yes you know the games are funny. great and very memeable. You know, it's not funny. Gravitic breath. The dragon exhales a 30-foot cube of powerful localized gravity. This is going to hit all of you. Um, it originates from the dragon. Uh, falling dam- failing damage in the area increases. Oh, falling damage in the area increases. None of you are falling currently, although one of you is on top of a catapult, so that might change. Um, when a creature starts its turn within the area or enters it for the first time... In a turn, including when the dragon creates the field, it must make a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. So that's what you're rolling. Dexterity saving throw, target number is 17. Okay. Dexterity <sighs> saving throw. On a failure, the creature is restrained. I'm actually dexterity saving, but I still failed at a 15. What on happens fa- on a failure? You are restrained. On a success, the creature's speed is halved as long as it remains in the field. A restrained creature repeats the saving throw at the end of its turn. The field persists until the dragon's breath recharges, and it can't use gravitic breath twice consecutively. So basically, if we're not in the air, we were all face-planted. Is that right? I rolled a 19 minus 1 for an 18. I got an 18 as well. Okay. Um, I technically Wait, are we a... supposed to be rolling a disadvantage, or am I just confused? No. no. Okay, thank you. I am going to use favored by the gods and roll to the 4 and add it to that. 
You know what? I'm spending my inspiration. I've had this for several games already. So that is... And I rolled worse. 23. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, to clarify the disadvantage thing, Jen, um, Uh you didn't have to roll the save at disadvantage, but if you failed the save, attack rolls against you will have advantage because you're restrained. Okay. Okay. You'll be rolling attack rolls at disadvantage because if you're being held down, it's hard to aim. Okay. What was the number we had to hit? You had to hit 17. I hit 18. Okay. So yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh, no, the, enough morally the, is fine. <laughs> yes. Now your movement speed is halved. Okay. Because it feels like you just gained 100% of your weight. Also 100% of Vex's weight because he's holding onto your back. Oh, and anyone who failed also has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws from now on. So it's a dex save again if you failed your save at the end of your turn to see if you can resist this, but you have to roll that deck save at disadvantage. Good times. Good times. But that is this Void Dragon's turn. And it is now Morley's turn. Okay. Someone kill it. Oh, by the Let's way. see what I can do. By the way, um, Ryan, did you make your save with the extra stuff you were doing? Yeah, with the extra stuff I was doing, I got a 23. Okay, the catapult you're standing on creaks under the weight of Asimar plus armory plus very heavy backpack of gold. <laughs> That's fine. It ratchets down a click. I mean, to be fair, the catapult was also being used to launch extra dimensional hippo monsters. So it can deal with a little bit of weight. How close is Ryan to the dragon cloud? <laughs> Uh, Ryan is now within melee range. Within melee range. Okay. Um, let's see. Hmm. If Ryan wants to attempt to give it chin scritchings, Ryan can attempt to give it chin scritchings. Oh, okay. I do uh, not recommend chin scritching the void dragon. Yeah, probably. I had no inflict wounds. <laughs> <laughs> My chin scritchies are deadly. Okay, I'm going to try. I don't know if this is a great idea, but. That's D&D in a nutshell. Yeah, exactly. That could be the preface of the whole game. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast Witch Bolt as a third level spell. Okay, what uh, does that do? It's, okay, the description is a beam of crackling blue energy lances out toward a creature within range, which is 30 feet of range, forming a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. Make a ranged spell attack against the creature. On a hit, the target faces 1d12 lightning damage, and on each of your turns for the duration, you could use your own action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. The spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. The spell also ends if the target is ever outside the spell's range or if it has total cover from you. And when you do it at second level or higher, the initial damage increased by 1d12 for each slot above the first. So that's what it does. And I figure if this thing is big enough, I can sort of aim it so that Ryan won't get hit, I'm hoping. You are now Tesla. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so um, here's the two hits. It's 17 plus 6 for a 23. That will hit. Yay! Okay, so I'm doing 3d6 um, of damage. One is spinning around you, on my desktop. Yes. If you want, you have uh, advantage on the roll, so you can see if you got a crit. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is the damage I got without doing that. <laughs> it's total, a total of 31, but I okay. will roll again to see if I got a crit, if that's relevant still. Um, so let me just do that. No, that one's a, a 5 plus 6 for 11. That's what the second okay. one Okay, well, the first one was a hit. I have yeah. put in the 31 points of lightning damage. Okay. Um, and I think... Let me reread that. 
I've never used this spell before. Um, I've never seen it used before. You've never seen it used before? No. <laughs> oh, well, there we are. Okay, so I did that. And then, um, let's see. Okay, so that's my turn. But then, it says, on each of your turns for the duration, you can use your action to deal the lightning again. What is the duration of the fight? Of my turn? Of, of, of the spell. Of the spell. Of the spell. Okay, so it's a concentration spell up to one minute. Yeah, we've never had so a fight that lasted next... a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we most fights last like twenty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I've done, and that's all I can. You've had fights against literal dragons, like ancient dragons, that lasted twelve seconds. Yeah. Each round is technically six seconds. So yeah. exactly, exactly. All right. So next up is going to be Vex, who um, gives a half-hearted chirp of encouragement, but also <laughs> is realizing. That he is very close to a lot of lightning. Aww. And you did well over double, no, well over triple, I think, his health. So um, Vex is considering Aww. hiding behind a different player character. Oh, Morley has Aww. scared him. Oh, no. Gorga. Well, technically, Gorga and Ryan simultaneously. Gorga's face down in the dirt right now. She failed her save even with my inspiration. Okay. So that means you get to make a roll to see if you can avoid being restrained at the end of your turn. But also, is there anything you want to do? Because restraint does not mean you can't attack. Well, I'm assuming I'm not in melee range, so... Remember, you can take the help action at a range of 30 feet. That's right. So yeah, I'm I'm going to pull out my short bow and try to make an attack with that, even though I doubt it's going to work because... Oh, jeez, I just not won my short bow attack. Oh, no. So, yeah, the short bow misses. I'm, I'm not even going to require a crash to answer that. Then that one will miss. So, Gorga is having the worst day, but I will do what I can to give uh, Ryan advantage because that's a class feature I can do as a bonus action. To be fair, your hands don't fall off. <laughs> and and to be fair, you're not used to firing arrows in double gravity. So oh, you were true. really expecting yeah. that arrow to go anywhere other than straight down. For the most part, I just imagine Gorga's shouting stuff that cannot be repeated on stream. <laughs> that sounds incredibly valid for a lot of my campaigns. Also, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage to see if you can deal with the, the gravity of the situation. Oh, jeez. One of my rolls was a nat 20, but with disadvantage, the total is a 9 because the other die was a 2. Oh, no. Well, better luck next round. Ryan. Well. Have, I believe you have been helped, so you get to make your attack roll at advantage. Okay. Better make this count. Sorry, what were you saying? No, go ahead. You having advantage is more important than what I was going to say. Okay. I am going to attempt to cast Inflict Wounds. I think I will maybe not use Sidekick. Uh, 14. Uh, 14 will not do it. Don't you have advantage, so shouldn't you be rolling twice? I I count on that, but that that was the issue. Well, copy-paste. And 11 (laughs) is worse. Okay, so you attempt to Inflict Wounds, but... For some reason, you are not able to hit the being made of nothing. I'm going to quicken spell another inflict wound. I think the dice have just decided we're supposed to die today. I mean, my one nat 20 was when I was rolling it. 
with disadvantage. Did the guiding bolt hit? Should there still be a? No, wait. Morley got Morley did Lightning. that. One. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Um. And if Morley uh, hadn't gone, then it still would not have been double advantage. It it would have been Gorgo rolling an advantage. Oh right. Yes. Ouch. Okay. Well, a nine is not going to do it either. So that's three swings and three misses. Uh, next up, going at 13 and a half. And I am it, definitely restrained. <laughs> oh. Is this thing secret power to affect probability in the real world? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> well. And it occurs to me that I forgot to tell Morley to roll a dexterity saving throw because Morley is still in the gra- gravity well. Oh. Yeah. But we're... But, I didn't realize, sorry. As is my policy, I don't go back multiple turns to fix something if it's forgotten. It if it's forgotten, it's just multiple forgotten. Turns, yeah. I just have to remember it next time. Okay. We made the save, though. I did. Yes, but you have to make that save every time you have your turn in that gravity. Oh, oh okay. I didn't understand. That's, wow. When a creature it starts, starts its turn within in the, the area or enters it for the first time, including when it's first used. Okay. So... Zuda. Wow, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Zuda, it is the start of your turn. Would you like to make a dexterity saving throw? No, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I value your honesty. Uh, well, that's a natural 20 minus one for a 19. <laughs> I'll take the nat 20. So what would you like to do now? Well, uh, I would like not to uh, not to affect the laws of probability in the real world, but to affect them in game. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you could affect them in the real world, you do that too. Yes. I mean, why not? Uh, can I uh, get to within 30 feet of everybody else in the party? You are already enjoying that situation, which is why the breath weapon hit all of you. Okay. I cast Bless. Yeah, everybody extra except me D4. gets to add a D4 every time you add an attack roll or a saving throw. So if you're rolling a d20, other than for death saves um, or skill checks, you add a d4 to that roll as well. So you're going to roll higher. Okay. Mm -hmm. Somebody help me remember that because numbers are not going to work well for me much longer. (laughs) Um, So Zuda is not blessing your heart. Zuda is blessing (laughs) all of you. Aww. Yes. (laughs) Because bless your heart is something else. (laughs) Zuda is asking the knight to watch over you. And now I'm thinking of a song from Anastasia, but never mind. (laughs) <laughs> okay next up is the void dragon um well let's see if it recharges its breath weapon no no it does not oh, so okay. instead it is going to do its multi-attack now ryan decided to come over and say hello so it's gonna go for ryan first because ryan is right there good ryan rushed in uh-huh. uh, so the first attack oh hey yeah there's a die roller built into D beyond what if i use that that's what i've been using um now that's over 20 but i still need to do the math because this is rhyme we're talking about it's uh it's a 25 you know what i cast shield okay (laughs) my ac is currently 22 because shield when we were so the plus five from shield means that that stacks the 27 an ac of yes And while you were talking, I rolled for its claw attacks. Neither claw attack does a thing. Oh. Okay. Morley, give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I got a 14. Add a d4. 
Oh, add a d4. Okay, 16. Okay, you are restrained. The weight of the world is crushing down on you. That is not so good. No. All right. Um, You're still in the fight, but your attack rolls would be a disadvantage. Okay. So does this mean I've lost the ability to redo the witch bolt? Nope. You can still do this. It, I can that, still do this? Okay. Um, you take no damage because you didn't fall. Right. Okay. You just and which can't move. Bolt, which bolt goes automatically? You don't need to re-roll the attack roll. Yeah, you don't have to re-roll the attack roll. Oh, okay. You can just cool. do it. You can just do it for, your, to put can, the damage? Yeah, okay. Right. And it doesn't take any additional spell slots. It's just, this is how it goes? Nope. That right? Yeah, because that's your action for the turn. But okay. Yeah, you just you just do the damage. Okay, here's the damage. Am I rolling damage with disadvantage or no? No. Nope. Okay. Um, 26 total. Ouch. You only ever roll a d20 with disadvantage. Okay. All right. All right, so that's my turn then. I'm grappled, but I'm still hitting this Well, thing. not not grappled. No? Well... You could argue restrained. that you are restrained. Yeah, restrained, okay. which which means your movement is zero. You can't really move from your spot. That would be too much effort. Uh, if you were making attack rolls, it'd be a disadvantage. And if this void dragon wanted to attack you, it'd be at advantage. Okay. I Basically, our bodies are too heavy for us, so we're stuck to the ground. Okay. Yes. This makes sense now. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Vex has decided to not try to fly when Vex weighs twice as much. Oh, so Vex is continuing <laughs> to hold on to your back. Okay. Gorga, give me a dexterity um, saving throw. Actually, Gorga Ryan, can I? may I go first this time? Mm-hmm. I mean, you all technically are at 14, so you're all technically going at the same time. Okay. I have no objections. That's another natural 20 on the dexterity save. Now you're just showing off. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be... <laughs> Right, that's not something you did intentionally. I mean, I teach at a creative and performing arts academy. I do not say show off like it's a bad thing. I literally teach my students to show off. It's part of the curriculum. Good. And here is why I wanted to go first. Guiding bolt. I present my holy symbol. (gasps) And a sphere of twilight emanates from me. (gasps) And that's my turn. Okay, everything got a bit dimmer. Someone rolled up the window and they 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 had tinted windows. (laughs) <laughs> Does this mean the dragon cannot see it? No, no, it can know? see you. It can see. Um, it it has blind sight and dark vision. It's gonna see you. Okay. <laughs> um. So Gorga, make a dexterity saving throw. I assume with disadvantage since I failed my last one. Yes, it's like trying to get up in the morning for the first time. Okay, that's a fifteen before I get my d four. So. So you're saying there's a chance. Total of seventeen. You make it. Woo-hoo. Yay! Your movement and... is no longer zero. If you want to um, rush in and go stabby stabby on top of the catapult, you can. If you want to be more like Gorga and not do that, you can. <laughs> I'm going to try again with my short bow. Is that still a disadvantage or is that just a regular world now? It's only disadvantage if you are restrained. All right, so I assume I still get my bless for this because that's a 13 before mm-hmm. the d4. And why do I keep rolling a 2 on the d4, but a total of 15? Okay. Um, it does not hit. All right, then. Once again, I miss, but I will attempt to give Ryan advantage, because that's a class feature I have. All right. Ryan, give me a dexterity and, saving throw. And Gorga gets uh, 10 temporary hit points. 
Okay, I'm putting that on my character sheet now. Thank you. That's a 15. Um, actually, Ryan, Ryan did not fail their saving throw last, last time. Last turn I did. Last turn you did. Okay. The initial uh, one I made, the next one I got a zero. Okay. So with that said, you can make an attack, but it's going to cancel out the disadvantage because advantage from Gorga. So you can make a straight attack roll for one of your attacks. All right. I take a swing with my spiritual weapon as a bonus action. Uh, 18. Okay. The spiritual weapon comes flying right at the Void Dragon. You are certain it's going to connect. And at the last moment, the dragon uses a reaction. It does not cast shield. <laughs> um, without meaning to interrupt, any attack roll you make gets that d4 too. Oh, right. Okay. Does it being a 21 instead of an 18 matter? Yes, it does. A 21 is too high for it to do the thing that it wants to do. So it hits. Roll your damage. That is five. Um, is that force damage? I think that's force damage. Yes. That's force damage. Okay. And that was a bonus action. For my action, how about you make a dexterity saving throw? No. Suddenly there are a lot more swords. Ryan casts sword burst. So, um, that's a ten. That fails! <laughs> also, I feel like suddenly there's a lot more swords is an out-of-context quote. Seven! <laughs> seven force damage from sword burst. doesn't like that. It's also bloodied. Ooh. Excellent. Okay. So Gorga, Ryan, and Zuda have all gone. It is now. Oh, avoid- and, uh, and Ryan gets seven temporary hit points. I am now above max. So is Gorga. Despite not, not liking life, Gorga hasn't taken any hits yet. Yeah, same. So the main damage dealer right now is Morley. The Void Dragon is going to make a beeline for Morley at this point. Of course. Because, well, the person wiggling their fingers in the back and doing all the damage is a prime target when you have an intelligence <laughs> bonus that is in the positives as opposed to the negatives. <laughs> the one in the dress. Hit the one in the dress. <laughs> yep, that's about right. <laughs> yes, but this thing is also on another plane of existence. Does it even really understand what fingers are? It understands oh. how. It understands okay, there is a out. chain of sure. lightning going between Morley and it, and the lightning is bad. <laughs> okay. Now, this, of course, means that a certain Asimar is going to get to make an attack of opportunity. I choose not to use my reaction to make an o- attack of opportunity. What? I know why. So noted. Okay. All right. It is flying right at... Oh, I should probably roll to see if it recharges his breath weapon. Oh, guess what? It doesn't fly right at Morley. Oh, it's breath weapon recharged. Okay. Yes. Now it can't use gra- gravitic breath again. Um, actually, let me look at. Okay. And by the way, the gravitic breath effect is fading because the dragon's breath recharged. So no more rolling disadvantage until it uses that ability again. But it can't use that ability twice in a row. Okay. Instead, it is going to use a thing called stellar flare breath. What does that do? Um, it exhales starfire. In a 30-foot cone, each creature in that area must make a DC 17 dexterity saving throw or take um, a lot of damage. What kind of damage? Fire and radiant. I'm resistant to... to radiant. And Molly's resistant to fire. 
nevertheless, everyone needs to make a dexterity saving throw and not at disadvantage because the gravitic breath effect has faded. I got a 23. I can't not roll high on these. I didn't roll a 19. I didn't roll a 19, but I did roll an 18. Okay. So if you failed your save, which means you rolled under 17, um, I'm not... Okay. I I see Jen's rolls over that. So we're good for that. Um, Ryan has... Hit points of yes, so I'm not oh, sure about Ryan. Not that, that this matters for Ryan, but don't forget that you all do get to roll a 1d4. Yeah, a, a 9 plus a 1d4 and, is still not going to pass it, but uh, yes. Yep. Right, and and add it to your saving throws. Uh, yes. Okay. So I already passed, but thank you. I've already... Well. So the damage is 28 radiant damage, or 14 if you're an Asimar. It's 28 for everybody? Um. Um, Everyone... It's 14 for you and me, Jen, because we both okay. passed. Yes. Thank you. Can I, um, as an action, use my cloak and cast shield? That's not going to help with saving throws. Okay. So if it was trying to claw you, the answer would be yes. Okay. So 14 it is. No okay. And... Well, that ain't my temporary hit points, but I'm still mostly healthy. And it's 28 fire damage, but if you made your save, it's 14. But if you made your save and you're a tiefling... It's seven. So another 14 damage? Yes. So yes. I'm adding seven to the previous 14, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. I am using my last spell slot to cast Absorb Element, and therefore will take a total of 28 damage because I'm resisting both. You absorb the radiant damage and become even more of an Asimar. No. I am, however... Oh, I'm not quite bloodied. I'm one hit point away from being bloodied. <laughs> I think you've I'm gone from having bloodied. hit points of yes to being hit points of yeah. Maybe. <laughs> points of maybe. <laughs> I like that I better. Actu- I don't actually have hit points of yes. I have- I'm thinking of your monk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the one shot monk that had hit yeah, points of yes. Yeah, the one shot monk that had over 300 hit points. <laughs> right. I mean, we were level 20, but still. Yes. But still, 300 hit points. And you were a monk. You weren't a fighter. You weren't a barbarian. A barbarian, I would expect to have like 300 hit points, but no. A dwarf a dwarf monk that can take a bite from an ancient dragon and say, eh, could be better. <laughs> but yeah, Zuda and Gorga both have a higher max HP than me. Really? Gorga? Yeah, you have one more hit point than I do. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, Gorga's like wafer thin. Wafer. <laughs> she is not a frontline fighter. Yeah. You have Zuda's a hit point, point. Ma- Gorga has a hit point max of 45. Zuda has a hit point max of 50. Ryan has a hit point max of 44. Bingo. Wait, never mind. So, um, Morley, it is mm-hmm. your turn. Okay, so I assume if I've been hit, I lost concentration? You have to you make have to a make constitution, constitution roll. save. Oh, I have to yeah. make a constitution save. Okay, constitution save. And you get one, plus 1d4 for that. Okay. So I've rolled a 5 plus 2 for a 7. Now I add the oh. 1d4. It's probably not going to help, but we'll see. Yeah, I, no. even yeah, a 4 no. is not going to It's not. Save. I got two, so no I failed whatever that was for. Yeah, you lost Witch Bolt. Okay. So I've Can lost I pass Witch inspiration Bolt. to Jen? I mean, you may. Okay. For which dice do I roll that on? You just, like, uh, you just you re-roll roll your thing. 20 again. The whole thing. Okay. So it was Constitution save. I got the same number as before. Okay, it, it was a valiant effort. But the now, dice hate us today. Yes. But now you have okay. Tabula Rasa, 
Mm-hmm. No spells that you're concentrating on. Okay. No disadvantage from being in the gravitic field. Okay. And there is a dragon made of nope in front of you. What would you like to do? I'm going to... I don't know if this will work either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke in the hopes of sending it through hell. You can't. can't. Hellish Rebuke is a reaction. It's a reaction. If I remember correctly. Oh, is it? It's, Let me read it. it. If, if it makes it. a strike at you, you do Hellish Rebuke and you hit it back with but fire. It, it did hit me though, right? It, with something? It didn't or do an it attack roll. the same turn? It did a it, breath it weapon. It has to be a reaction oh, it's a breath it. weapon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I won't do that one then. Um, let's see what else. Do yeah, I breath got? weapons are technically limited duration terrain features. Okay, that's the part I didn't understand. Um, yeah, they're really weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of what Morley has is really weird. So I can see where something else would be weird too. Um, I mean, we're playing a game with dragons, half yeah. demons, half angels. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if this will work either, but I'm going to try. I'm going to on the moon. cast. I'm going to attempt to cast. Hold a person on the dragon. Huh. It's not a person. Person. It's not a person. Person. Yeah, it's a dragons it's a are people too. Wow. But not mechanics wise. But... Not mechanically. Okay. See, I'm reading it, and it sounds like it would work, but no. Okay. Let's try. Um... I actually. Hmm? Hang on a second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold person and hold monster are still technically different spells. Hold person specifies that it has to be a humanoid. Okay. So I can't use that one um, in this case. So I guess I'm going to try Toll the Dead on it and hope it does some damage. Okay. Well, Toll the Dead means it has to make a save. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Wisdom saving 14. It's probably smarter. Than- um, it does have a high Wisdom bonus. But D&D Beyond has me rolling the way all of you are rolling in this <laughs> But it has a oh, roll. Wow. So <laughs> the total number was 12. Okay, so it failed its wisdom uh, saving throw. So, and you're rolling D12s because it's already been damaged. Okay, uh, so I'm rolling D12s. How many D8s uh, does the spell say you would be rolling? Uh, the spell says 2D8. Okay, so, so we're rolling, rolling 2d12. 2d12. Okay, let me go find those. Get to actually use a d12. And I want to yeah. roll two of them, so I'll just roll two in order. Um, well, the first one was a three, and <laughs> d12. Second one is a ten. So thirteen points. So that's thirteen yes. points of necrotic damage. Yes. It is immune Not to tiefling. It is immune to tiefling. And that's all I can do. See, this is why I like this group of friends. Because you laugh at my stupid, stupid jokes. <laughs> All right. It doesn't like that. But it's not its turn. And it's not what? what? But it's not its turn. Before we move on. Oh. And it okay. can't use a reaction because you had it make a save as opposed to making an attack roll. So its reaction doesn't do anything. Huh. And before we move on. Morley. Mm-hmm. You get 11 temporary hit points. Oh, thank you. That will help a lot. Okay. It's Vex's turn. Vex... Um, does a strategic retreat and flies over to hang on to Zuda's back. <laughs> I've scared the poor little Aww. thing. Uh, well, Vex gets six temporary hit points. Okay. Let me put that in there. Tep hit points. Okay. That is added in. Gorga. Am I within range to where I could reasonably stab this thing with my rapier instead of taking another shot with my short bow? If you run up the catapult the way that Ryan did, the answer will be yes. I am not running up a catapult, so I'm going to use my short bow. 
To be fair, Ryan is not standing in the part that goes flying. I don't care. I'm not running up a catapult. <laughs> Ryan is standing in the part where if you do launch the catapult, Ryan is going to get a catapult to the face. And do that's I still fine. get blessed or has that worn off? No, that's still there. All right. So that's a 19 without the bless. Roll for the bless. And a dirty 20 with the bless. Okay. So the thing I was describing before, this is what's happening. As you shoot your arrow into the air, it comes down, you think you know where, but instead, a small rift in space appears in front of the arrow and redirects it. Uh-oh. Stupid thing that's not exactly here. Can we kill it already? I am oh, But wait, it gets worse. It gets worse because... According to the text for this particular creature, if the attack misses because of this increase in AC, basically it increases AC by an amount using this rift, um, the dragon can choose a creature within 30 feet to become the new target for that attack. Use the original attack roll to determine if the attack hits the new target. Morley, does a 20 hit you? Yes, unless I cast shield. Gorga can roll damage unless, <laughs> unless uh, someone casts shield. You do, I have, shield do I have the ability to. to cast shield or... I don't. Well, right? you were asking about that cloak turn. of yours. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Can this work now? Um, well, let's see. Your AC is 14. Yeah. Where is your cloak? Arcane cloak of shielding. It's under equipment, I think. Unless it gives uh, a as plus a reaction, six, that's not going to be enough. As a reaction, you can cast shield. Yes. Uh, shield gives plus five. Shield gives plus five. That won't be yeah. enough because it's 20. So, Gorga, roll damage. I got Oh, that eight. reminds me. I should have made a concentration... Uh, to keep uh, up shield of faith. Okay, Gor- um, Gorga just did eight points of damage to Morley. Oh. Not intentionally. Okay. So you've eaten Gorga says Morley's something that cannot be repeated on stream. Okay, I am fine on shield of faith. Vex feels justified for changing his location. <laughs> it's okay. I know you did not mean to do Also, you're all getting temporary hit points at the end of each of your turns, thanks to the cleric. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, how many do I get? Speaking of which, that's eight temporary hit points to Gorga. Thank you. You got as much as you gave. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I will be given Ryan advantage with my bonus action, and that's my turn. Okay, Ryan. The Green milk dragon is blade. still in front of you. I am taking a swing with my flaming sword, um, but that is not plus six. That is plus something else. That is plus five. Because... I do not have the same modifier for the weapon attack that is part of this. That's an 18. Um, that's you also have less. I'm pretty sure an 18 is going to hit, but um, that is actually a 22. a 22. A 22 will hit, and it's already used its reaction. Yep. And um, I absorbed the elements on that fire damage with my last second level spell slot. So I am adding 2d6 fire damage to this. So it's going to be... Um, on fire? Yes. It's going to be on a lot of fire. 1d8 plus 2 piercing. Not piercing, slashing. Plus... Um, Slash the non-existence. Please let me calculate. <laughs> Cut a hole in the hole of reality. Please let me... Sorry. I'm sorry. Please let sorry. me calculate. I was just memeing. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I'm. It's math time. Yes. That is four slashing and nine fire. This thing does have damage immunities. None of you has bothered to attack with the things that it's immune to. It's very inconsiderate. 
<laughs> and I have a bonus action, and I'm going to use it to attack with my spiritual weapon. Actually, wait, no. I have a bonus action, and I am going to use second wind. There was a strong breeze. And I regained six hit points. A strong, refreshing breeze. How many temporary hit points do I get? Ten. Neat! Here's the better part. Uh-huh. Zutis has a word of power. Is it overwhelming? Everybody gets seven hit points back. Ooh. Very neat. Vex has never felt more powerful. <laughs> Vex has but taken no damage, so the just seven over. hit points of healing doesn't do anything. <laughs> But Vex has never felt more powerful. <laughs> Poor little guy. Okay. Is that everyone's turn who's going on 14? I think yes. so. Okay. Next up is the voice someone? Me, did we lose someone? Craig. Craig. Uh, uh, this is okay. why I stopped using Craig, to be honest. Yeah. Craig is kind of broken. Um, I rolled a one for recharging a breath weapon. So it is going to do the thing that it was going to do before. It is going to make a beeline for Morley. Okay. Uh, that is an attack of opportunity from Ryan, if Ryan so chooses. I'm assuming Ryan is not. I am not. Okay. Okay. So, Morley, first thing mm-hmm. it attempts to do is go in for a bite. And that is that is a 24 to hit. 24 I would to like hit. to take that instead. Okay. Suddenly you are standing on top of a catapult. Oh, okay. But also not getting bitten by a dragon made of nope. So this is this you is win hilarious. some, you lose some. But reverse that order, because standing on top of the catapult is perhaps is, not not what you were planning on doing today. Um, Ryan, you are going to take 16 piercing damage. All right. And three cold damage. All right. Still not also, flooded. Now, it wasn't expecting you to be there, but your character decided to be in the dragon's mouth, which seems to be a theme. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... It might as well do something with this. Uh, that next roll is a 19. Won't hit. And its last claw attack is a 26. That will hit. Okay. Uh, you are going to take 12 points of slashing damage. All right. Now I'm blown. And so is it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Morley, uh, you can see pretty far from this vantage point. Okay. So Over I'm there is the... a worst hippo running off into the sunset. <laughs> Okay. Over there is that strange dragonborn who's walking towards one of the makeshift temples that seems to be up here. And um, right there is a nope dragon attacking one of your friends. Right, yes. Okay, so that's the problem. Um, hmm. Too close for that. I'm going to just cast Toll the Dead again. Seems I mean, you go stuff. with what works. Yeah, it's a wisdom save of 14 as before. Um, that's a 17 on the die. It makes it this time. Oh, okay. And that as it's a cantrip, it fizzles. Uh, it's a cantrip. Um, okay. I think that's my turn. Yep. Okay. How many temporary hit points do you have? Ten temporary. Uh, that's not a six, so you keep the ten. Oh. Yeah, temporary you. hit points don't stack. So oh, if, okay. if two things give you temporary hit points, you pick the higher number. Oh, wait. I think I added before, so I should have had seven. Oh, then you have eight. Okay, so now I have eight. That's good. Okay. Okay. Gorga, Ryan, and Zuda. Team 14. I mean... Gorg is going to do the same thing she's done the last few turns. Take a shot with her short bow. It's on the ground now, so if you wish to run forward and stab it a lot, you could. And I'm still fine on concentration. And it's currently engaged with an opponent, so you can get sneak attack damage if you hit. All right, I got an 18 on my attack with my rapier. Is that including the 1d4? 
No, it's not. Please add the 1d4. So that's a dirty 20 with the 1d4 because I keep rolling a 2 on that thing. <laughs> okay. So fun fact, it's reactionally works against melee, att- uh, against um, range attacks. It's Bizarre, range attack I'm not going to stab a friend by accident. No, no. <laughs> it, it can basically, it can pretend it's a monk with portals if you're doing range attacks. Where now you're cat- thinking with portals? Yes. But when you're stabbing it a lot, it, it can't do the portal thing as well, apparently. Um, this is another one- wonderful creation by Kobold Press. With that said, right. roll your damage. All right, and since he said I do get sneak attack, that comes to a total of 18 damage. And then for my bonus action, I'm giving Ryan advantage again because Ryan seems to be the party's tank. I mean, I did give Ryan a shield. I did give Ryan a shield that's basically like, no, no, you fight me. So, yes. So, Ryan and Zuda. Gorga, how many temporary hit points do you have? Eight. Now you have ten. Okay. Thank you. Come on, terrible thing. Let's do this. Come on, Eileen. And I am swinging with my flaming sword again. And I think I have was just given advantage. You were just given advantage. That is a 17. A 17. Oh, wait, no, plus 4. Plus bless. Plus 1d4. A d4. Plus 4. That That's <laughs> all right. So that's a 21. Blackjack, roll your damage. No, no, I'm attacking with a long sword, not a blackjack. <laughs> and the longsword is on fire. And that is five slashing to fire. All righty. And spiritual weapon time. The spiritual weapon also takes a swing. It may or may not be on fire, but uh, that does not change its damage type. And it would help if I rolled a, a 1d20 plus six instead of a 1d6. 18. Plus 1d4. Oh. One. So a 19, roll your damage. Because even though the spiritual weapon is literally a flying weapon, it still doesn't count as a ranged attack. Four force damage. Game mechanics. <laughs> Zuda, what would you like to do? Oh, uh, Ryan, that's nine temporary hit points to you. Appreciate it. Ryan, it how do you I feel? Like I'm covered in blood and a lot of it's mine. I see. <laughs> oh. On an arbitrary scale... Of 1 to 44, Ryan's feeling about a 15, right? Well, oh, sorry. That's a 3 on the 1d4. So I'm uh, not the healer this time. It's someone else's responsibility <laughs> to help Ryan. With the 3 on the 1d4 and my plus 6, that's a 29 to hit. That will hit. <gasps> Wait! I, I will let anybody that who's was, interested do the math. Out, that's an out 20. You crit. I think. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Really? Yes. Three on the 1d4 plus 6. 20 plus 6 plus 3. Okay, so yeah, that's a nat 20. All the other modifiers don't matter. Zuda walks. You cut out. You said Zuda walks. Oh. I'm Ellie, you there? Oh. It's up to the dragon and lays her hand and lays her hand on its head. Yes. Oh. Can anybody else hear me? Yes. I can no. hear you yeah, now. Cut out, for a while. cut out for a while. Oh, sorry. Zuda walks up to the dragon and lays her hand on its head and says the knight would like its darkness back. Are you rolling 6d10? I'm rolling 8d10. Oh, you were uh, doing it with a second level spell slot. So help me if you roll all ones. A spell slot, and that's 39 necrotic damage. 39 necrotic damage. Whoa. How do you want to do this? I just told you how I want to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so it is not traditional to seal a portal by hitting it a lot. 
one would argue uh, many spellcasters who have a significant number of years in academia and research will tell you that hitting it a lot is probably one of the last things you should attempt, especially when there is a giant nope on the other side of said portal. But yet somehow this dragon made of nope that was formerly a portal just disintegrates. It turns into little flecks of sparkling light like fireflies that shoot off in all directions and quickly fade out completely. As the darkness devours. Okay, team. Good fight. So, let's recap. This thing apparently worships the Kevins, which means to complete our goal, we should kill all Kevins. Right. Still not not taking suggestions from you. Maybe if they ask, like the other three, those three head out, maybe. But I don't think they're all going to ask. We've been playing for over an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Okay. I think we should take a long rest. (laughs) No, no, I think you should not take any rests or breaks whatsoever. Just keep on going with the amount of hit points and spell slots you have now. I think (laughs) that is for the best. But we'll be right back after these not messages. And we're back with that statement being made. Does anyone request <laughs> now Liam and Tiny Hut? Yes. I mean, we might as well, I guess, but we also have to kind of decide our next course of action because oh, that thing in the sky said it sent the Kraken and we're supposed to make sure the Kraken stays dead. It also is apparently drawn to Kevin's. So, yeah, once again, I'm just going to say maybe we should just kill the Kevin's and call it good. Or if we bring a bunch of them with us, maybe... Uh-huh. No, my name isn't Kevin, it it's Kaveen. Was... It's Kaveen. Well, slightly different then, sorry. It was kind of stated pretty clearly that it was using the dead Kevins, which we killed, and can't use any more Kevins. I only have the one... Um, is that what it said? I, I just remember it saying it was drawn the by the Kevins. Kevins said. That's what the Kevins said. Are we taking a rest? I mean, we could be having this conversation within the tiny hut. It doesn't really matter to Gorga. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the glowy liquid should be inside the me, so. Usually, glowy liquid does not belong inside a person, but you're part angel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm casting Liamon's tiny hut. Okay. Okay. You allow the dragonborn in? Yes. Okay. So, they do see the sphere appear, and they're like, oh. It doesn't matter, but perhaps they've decided to take a break. I can take a break. And they go over and wander in. You look... Hey, Prophet. Wait, do you know something about that thing in the sky that was speaking to us? The what now? I don't know what it was. It was speaking to us. It was in a hole in the sky. You know, there are many people who have said that I don't have a very good grasp on reality. I am soon to be one of those people. My friends, the night requests my presence. And I go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> now keep in mind you've had two combat sessions which take a while but in game time aren't very long it's really just after dawn yeah I know but I'm exhausted 
Uh, Fair. <laughs> okay. So, you, have, um, you, you have used two combat rounds of spell slots. Exactly. Okay. We so, uh, fought the thing that was making the worst hippos and worst flowers. Ah. Well, we didn't fight that thing. We fought a. We fought the thing that was summoning them. Thing it made. We fought the thing that was summoning them. Up. Better. So it went with a theme then. What now? The, Apparently, the its here. previous theme was summon krakens. Oh, Ooh, right. There's is. not much water around here. No, but we'd still like to put a stop to that summon kraken thing. I mean, the Eater of Worlds will eat them too. It doesn't matter. The Eater of Worlds. The you terrasque. sure that's the terrasque? It ate a god. Why not? Yeah, that's what the thingy on the other side of the portal was trying to do. Mm. It's very strange. It sounds like your um, object of worship might have some competition. Well, either way, we're doomed, so it doesn't matter. Man, I thought I was defeatist. Find something you're good at, my mother always said. Interesting. Anyway, it picking a dragon shape makes sense, sort of. All the temples up here seem to have dragon themes. Oh. There are temples up here? Mm-hmm. Five of them. Yeah. Five. Okay, that's going to be worth investigating, I think. Oh, stars. They have not fared very well against time or the Year of Worlds, but there are still some things in them. Well, that thing in the sky hole was here for a reason, and if there were multiple temples on top of this mountain, then, yeah, I think the temples are likely worth investigating. That or the workshop. There's a workshop up here, too. We'll add that to the list. What did the workshop make? Do you know? Oh, all kinds of things. I think... It was used to help summon a god? Maybe two. It's... I'm not an artificer. Hard to tell. I think they also use it to make a giant mechanical three-headed dragon. Oh, we saw that. Oh, how did it work? I don't think it Not very working. well anymore. It was already broken when we found it. Yeah. That's what they always say. They're usually right. Okay, so go ahead and press that magical long rest button. And oh, Jen, when you press it, there should be a little checkbox... That says reset hit points. Make sure that's unchecked. Oh, unchecked. Okay. I'm unchecking that and I'm hitting take long rest. I think so. Yay, solutions. <laughs> <laughs> solutions that don't involve to, math. I thought it had to be checked, so I left it that way. Yeah, it's it's good for if you had to modify your hit points and most times that happens, it's something that gets reset after a short or long rest, so it goes with that by default. But okay. my house rule is not something that should be reset. Okay. So there's that. That's all okay. good. So I believe at the end of our last session, uh, the comment was made for staying in a tiny hut for 24 hours, so it'll be dawn again. Okay. But you have things that you can explore. So if you would rather um, spend eight hours and then have an afternoon stroll, you can do that as well. It's up to you. Uh, Gorga's vote's going to be for take the long rest and then start exploring the five temples and workshop as soon as possible, but she's also squishy, so she's not going to push too hard if the others just want to hang out in the hut. Prophet is willing to go with you. Gork is going to ignore that fact and wait for the rest of the party to weigh in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have dark vision, so I'm ready to go whenever. I've got dark vision. In fact, I think you're the one who doesn't have dark vision. I, or, I mean... Right, right. By the way, thanks to that laugh, Gorga has her inspiration back. Okay, so eight hours later, uh, the bubble pops, because that's how long it lasts unless it's recast. 
and you have five temples to explore. Uh, Prophet has informed you that the temples each have a thematic color scheme. Uh, there's a red one, there's a blue one, there's a green one, there's a black one, and there's a white one. And there's also the workshop, which doesn't seem to have a color scheme other than rusty metal. So, red. Okay. I mean, Gorga's preference is going to be like, we're probably going to check out all of these anyway, so whichever one's closest. Well, you're right in the middle, so <laughs> they're equidistantly spread around the top. Okay, then. Does the rest of the party have a preference? Because as long as we're checking them out, I do not. And I'm assuming at this point, every red um, first. Every container that Zenosha has available, including multiple pockets, is filled with the diamonds that are filling the pit in the middle of, of, <laughs> of the top of the It's spires. Gorga, but yes. <laughs> Zenosha's the Druid Kobold from the Monday oh, game. Oh, is that what I mean, said? I mean, Zenosha might want to do that also, but, <laughs> but Zenosha does not currently have that opportunity. I have Fair. a preference for black first, but... I uh, want to suggest red first. We found some red dragons, and they breathe fire, and Morley's good with fire, so... Yes, I am getting very good at that. And lightning, and other That things. is true. Gorga and I are very good with acid. Oh, didn't know that. We are? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I apologize for not communicating that to you earlier. You see, Gorgo, when you're brought back as a water genasi, your body goes through a bunch of changes. <laughs> for one thing, it's a different body. For, for one thing, it is a different body. You may find that on occasion, you can cast certain cantrips. Yes, Gorgo already discovered she can cast shape water to make ice boats. She is still not happy about this fact, but she is aware of it. <laughs> yeah, all other uses for shape water are being ignored, but you can make ice boats whenever you want. Well, I'm pretty sure I can be all right with acid, too. So if we want to do that, that's probably... Prophet's already walking off. Oh, where's, where's he going? going? Any direction is fine with me. Probably the red one. I'll roll. Let's find Should out. Should we just push him off the cliff? No, I mean, no, no, no. You would have to do a lot of pushing because you're not near a cliff right now. Oh. Okay, Prophet started walking as soon as you started talking, so Prophet's walking towards the red one. I guess maybe we should follow him. Are you sure? I mean... He hasn't caused us any harm yet. Yes, And but... if he does get into trouble, bad things might start happening and we might need to be there. Not necessarily just bad things happening to him. <clears throat> and if he does... If he causes trouble, then of course you can kill him. I'll hold you to that. I Only if it it's on object. purpose. That was not part of the deal. I don't if care. Causes, if he causes trouble. If he causes trouble on purpose. I am not letting anyone kill people for causing trouble on accident. I mean, half the party would be dead by now. Exactly. Again. Well, I don't Actually, care no, about wait, trouble wait. in general, just trouble for us. All. All of the party would be dead again. Anyway. Anyway. Shall we move on? Yes, let's go find where Prophet is going. He must have a reason. Okay. You're okay, not fine. Over. We'll use him as the canary in the coal mine. Remember, there are diamonds up here somewhere, and we are spelling his name P-R-O-F-I-T. I am already <laughs> carrying as many diamonds as I can, so... Gorga is under the effect of the gravitic field, just because Gorga is carrying her weight in diamonds. <laughs> 
Okay, but yes, cool. let's let's follow Prophet. Let's stay about twenty to thirty feet behind him, so that when he triggers a trap, we'll probably be outside of the range of effect. I am ignoring this and following fairly closely. Okay. Well, there are multiple structures up here. Many of them look like they were temporary in nature when they were originally set up, and it's been five years and a terrasque since then. So it's like, well, over here it looks like that's a that's a tent pole. Okay, um, well, <laughs> it's half of a tent pole. It, it, it's a tent pole shape. Uh, and over here is some loose fabric. Okay, that's a thing. I found one a hundred percent intact window. One one window. Everything it was attached just, to is opposite of that, but the window I, is intact. I, I got it into my head that, you know, they they were red, white, blue, black, and green, but they were tent poles, not temple. <laughs> <laughs> valid. Except so not correct, but valid. Of some kind of then, okay. instead of a temple area. The, the temples are slightly more intact. They might have been assembled a bit better than everything else, but they still look to be, and this is not something the characters would understand, but the players might understand that they resemble if a temple was built using a double-wide trailer. (laughs) To the point where, well, there's parts where the, the outer wall has been broken away to a point where you see that it is, in fact, on wheels, and over there is a trailer hitch. So it's a temple park. It's a mobile home temple park? Uh, Possibly. How you say? I think it is that. I mean, you don't know what you'd hitch it up to, but, and, or how it got here, but there is. on wheels? Well, maybe this is what the workshop was making. People's homes or something. Maybe. We still got like five temples in a workshop to check out, so. The the door doesn't close all the way, but it still moves on its hinges and Prophet opens the door and walks through. I will follow 30 feet behind because I was being absolutely serious when I said I am going to use Prophet has the canary in the coal mine. So the temple is not exactly 30 feet long. Oh. Hmm. It's 29 and a half feet long. (laughs) (laughs) Gorga is blocking the doorway for everyone else. Actually, no, Gorga wouldn't get to the doorway because Prophet isn't going all the way to the far wall. I mean, if other people want to walk in and test for... Pressure sensor tiles, then I'm not going to stop The rogue would like everyone else to check for traps, please. (laughs) So we are expecting what? Fire traps? This one was, is this one the red one he was going to? Yep. Okay, well, I have some resistance. I'll be okay. But I think he's uh, about to set them off first because he is ahead of Okay. So you I mean, if the trap triggers in the floor, then it could just be a matter of hitting the right tile. Okay, as you head in, there is a small narthex area that is mostly cleared of stuff, uh, but there is an open set of double doors that go into a central area that appears to be set up for worship. Uh, the benches that are in here are, for the most part, smashed. There is an altar on the far side. There is a door on the far side as well. There is a giant hole in the middle. Um <laughs> It looks like someone has already set the trap. There is a crater here. The yes, hole goes uh, into the empty space underneath the temple because, again, the temple is up on wheels. How is this lit? There are, are windows. So the empty space Man, underneath is dark. Yes. Well, there's uh, some light because parts of the walls on the outside are broken away. If it's dark enough, I have a torch I'll light. Oh, don't worry about that. I use Eyes of Night. 
on Gorga, Ryan, and Morley. I might have that. Oh, no, you don't. I don't? I have but something. he may have Devil's Sight. Devil's Sight, yeah, I have that. Okay, well, then I use it on Gorga, Ryan, and Prophet. And uh, that's 300-foot dark vision for an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I can see the large room with a pit in the middle. Hey, Prophet, why don't you check what's in that pit? I already did. There's nothing there. Not that it matters. I... How, how did you already check? This is not my first time up here. That is what I thought. He knows where he's going because it's been before. There's a couple then footprints in there. That's it. There's what in there? A couple footprints. Like someone who was standing here got hit very hard on the head. It went through the floor and into the ground. Was that person you? I hope not. I don't think it was. I don't remember everything. Uh, the creature looks a bit larger than you. Though. Maybe it was not you. Could have been. Well, we've already found several pits full of diamonds, so if this pit wasn't a pit trap, then I'm just going to assume it was another case of trying to create a pit of diamonds to summon whatever they were trying to summon. It's a bit small for that. They would have put all the diamonds in one spot. At least, that's what makes sense to me. Anyway, if you wanted to see the sights, here are the sights. There's the altar here, where they prayed to a god that likely doesn't exist anymore, because it's been eaten. And over here, we have the narthex, which you've already seen. It's not that important. Over here, we have a doorway to apparently living quarters that have not been used in some time with a small collection of books. Well, the small collection of books sounds like it might be worth looking into so we can try to figure out what was going on here. I think we got told what was going on here. But if they are journals, I mean, maybe the people who are doing the something wrote more than we have in the blame. Might be useful. I mean, I'm not sure he's capable of taking offense, but Prophet here doesn't sound like the most reliable narrator, so yeah. I was talking about our initial brief, and you know. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Not that you ever pay attention. I am always paying attention. Then act like it. Gorga is basically staring daggers into Ryan right now after that comment. I have missed the interactions of other humanoids. Wait, what? Say it again? I didn't. The interactions of other humanoids. The talking, the words. It got a little monotonous over time. Prophet. This is nice. Okay. Prophet. Yes. Assume that we are not interested in this temple. Are any of the temples more interesting than... Well, I have not read the books, to be honest. Or maybe I did. I don't really remember much about life before the forgetting. Fair enough. So, I'm not sure. I spent a bit more time in the workshop. Many shiny things in there. Could be interesting. Let's go there, then. I want to pick up one yeah. of the books before we go. Yeah, okay. I'd like to check the books to see if there's any journals, because those may have more information, but after that, let's go ahead and check out the workshop. I will ask both of you to make um, investigation checks. Okay. Investigation, not perception. In this case, investigation, because you're looking for a journal, as opposed to I just... rolled a one. <laughs> oh. I got okay. a 23. Okay, so you both pick up books. Uh-huh. Uh, now, because I know what the contents are of this particular bookshelf... I found a journal. It says blank page, blank page, blank page, blank page, blank page. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morley, you find a hymnal. Oh. Yes. Interesting. It's written in Draconic. Okay. Uh, I think I can read that now. And that's definitely a journal. 
I mean, oh yes, I, I can. That's, uh, hymnal is hymnal is what you call that kind of journal. If it had been written by a woman, it would be a hernal. <laughs> okay, good to know. I did not know books had genders, but okay. <laughs> I am now worrying about hernia operations. <laughs> <laughs> Do not eat the book. <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's a journal if the person who was writing it was trapped in a musical, and the musical <laughs> was, and the musical was all about praising and worshiping Tiamat. Okay, <laughs> can I? I mean, I I have a um, Eldritch invocation that lets me read all writing. That's why I told I you that information <laughs> because that is what the hymnal. Oh, is. that's why. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering if it was more if there was more to it than that, but that's cool. Okay, I um, got the hymns in that. Their name is Tiamat. <laughs> oh no, not again! Gorga on and the other paper hand, say if it the plane is flat, can do. Can't. Sorry. <laughs> Dragons and dolls. <laughs> All right. With that said. <laughs> Oh, now, now I'm thinking about that musical and how to interpret more of it into Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh no, this we is are all end Ellie's up with fault. A singing episode, aren't we? <laughs> this is this is all Ellie's fault, and I thank her for it. To be honest, uh, this is this Matt is my be guy. a lady tonight. I rolled a one. <laughs> rolls ones, rolls what? ones. <laughs> my guy says the horse rolls ones. <laughs> what? I don't hear anything beeping. It's out in the hallway. It's definitely out in the hallway. Okay. Now, for Gorga, with your role of a 23, you find something much more interesting than an instruction guide for how to worship the god of all evil dragons. You do, in fact, find a journal. Now, the journal does not have a name attached to it. So this unnamed person um, apparently started keeping the journal on the day that they were selected to become one of an organization called The Twenty. And browsing through it, you see several mentions of a very powerful ancient dragon um, that's referred to as the Mountain Core. You see multiple mentions that the person who was writing this journal seems to have been considered the bottom rung of the ladder by the Dad other members of The Dad was playing 20. with fire alarms. Oh, I'm very uh, glad for the last word in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Only because no. you were referring to it happening in the hallway. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, if, if Walter is playing with fire, I trust that it is the safest possible fire. Oh, I, I don't mean to um, sh- shed a light of doubt. On anyone's no, 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 absolutely. But just the location I... where one would play with fire tends to not be hallway. Right, but so we... I'm very glad for that last word in the sentence that Eo uttered. Yes, but with that said, but I'm just saying my my knowledge of my knowledge of Walter is that if Walter is playing with fire in the hallway, a there's a reason for Walter playing with fire in the hallway, and b. It is in the safest possible circumstances. With that said, <laughs> there is there is literally no one on the planet I would trust more to play with fire in a hallway than Walter. That is fair the and has valid. Carpet. Fair and valid. <laughs> That's Let's, fair. Um, so to Dungeons and Dragons, um, the person who is writing this journal very clearly 
uh, felt like their promotion put them in a worse position because now they had the full attention of the other 19 members of the 20 and they really got made fun of a lot and put down a lot and were given like the worst tasks. But here they were, one of the 20, which was one of the highest ranking positions a non-dragon can have in the Cult of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, apparently their whole organization was called the Cult of the Dragon. There was that. Okay, everyone. So apparently we're looking after a dragon worshiper cult. They're led by a group of people who call themselves the 20. And I have the journal of the loser of the group because apparently even once you make it to the 20, there's still a hierarchy. I'm one of the 20. So one of the 20. (laughs) I feel pretty and witty and bright. And I'm certain... That we're summoning a dragon god tonight. Turns out you summoned two. (laughs) (laughs) No, the old thing was already here. Right. We couldn't see her because she was being quiet. That caused the problem. Daldane caused the problem that we're facing right now. Daldane, well, Daldane solved a problem. And any time one door closes... Oftentimes, a window and the wall to which it's attached is blown out. <laughs> I was going to say, anytime a door closes, Daldane kicks the next one open. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Fahim. Fahim kicks oh, it yes. or punches it. Fahim punches the next one open. Yes. Um, but like I said, the journal also mentions a very powerful ancient dragon, which the 20s seem to uh, be wary of that had endorsed the journal writer for their position. So they had one person, well, they had one dragon in their court. And apparently this dragon-worshipping cult had an actual dragon in their midst, but that still wasn't worthy of being worshipped? I don't know. I guess they worshipped a really powerful dragon. Well, they had means of controlling the dragons. They were dragon ward. One of them was kept in this very temple. I'm pretty sure it was covered in our briefing who they worship. But if they had means of controlling dragon don't you think we ought to investigate that because we did just uh fight a dragon the dm is remembering where these dragon orbs are was was that a dragon or was it just dragon shape it was kind of a hole in reality i don't think it counts as a dragon but by the same token i'm not exactly going to turn around a chance to try to control something like that yeah if if we have the opportunity to control dragons Shouldn't we look into it? I mean, I'm I guess game. if we run across anything. But what if it's like we don't know how these things work, or what they are, or where they are, or what they do to the person trying to? Are prophet? Are are you certain that there's nothing down there except some footprints? Prophet crawls into the hole. Prophet does what? He crawls into the hole. He crawls into the hole. Yes. The crater. Well, the the, the temple is off the ground. So that there could right. be wheels underneath of it, but the wheels aren't like person size. So if you want to go into the hole to be underneath the temple, you do have to do some crawling. You can't just like step down. If you step down, most of you will still be sticking out of the hole. Oh, I thought it was a substantially deeper hole than that. Well, it's substantially deep if you consider that the person who created the hole was used as the nail going into the hole. And... A particular kobold, if I remember correctly, was wielding the hammer. I thought it was multiple tens of feet deep. No, no, not that deep. Tens oh. of inches. Okay, that's that is. I would not have asked the question. 
This is where the fellow who most of what I remember is that Zeely offered to turn him to stone and put him in a bag of holding to smuggle him somewhere. And I forget why. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I got hammered into the ground. A different path was taken. <laughs> he was he was dropped off in um, Faerun. Yes. With, with Vex's cobalt. sister. <laughs> right. And she was just like, Wait, Vex, that's not a kobold. Bink, he's gone. <laughs> okay. Technically, he was a Goliath. Yes, this is where a Goliath was hammered into the ground. Right. By a kobold. By a kobold. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, now, now I got the mental image. I was previously with I Ellie and assuming you. it was a giant pit we could crawl into or something. Well, yeah, I Goliaths are kind of giant kin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Goliath's size. I deeply... I deeply misunderstood what was going on here. I Well, theater of the mind, sometimes we're not always on the same stage. Right. <laughs> I'm going I just thought of that and I need to use that pun again. Apparently I have just fallen into the sunken orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> we see Ellie's feet well, sticking I'm out. I'm apparently the right there with you, but <laughs> I am probably the only one of us familiar with mobile homes and how they work, so <laughs> Oh no no no! I'm I am entirely familiar with mobile homes and how they work. I just I thought you just that it assumed was the hole was hole. deeper than it is. Okay. All right. So because you would not have said that if you had not realized how how this is working, then Prophet does not climb into the hole. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so should we check out the workshop or hit up the other temples first? I think we should check out the workshop. Okay. It might be it's this way. What's left of it anyway? I think the Eater of Worlds took a detour through it. At some point. I mean, I probably would. Prophet just looks at you and then turns and walks away. Okay, we follow him again. All right. So it becomes very obvious as you're approaching the workshop that it does look like a Tarrasque has possibly walked through it at some point. It is not all in one piece. It is not all in two pieces. However, there are parts of it that are still somewhat intact to the point where you can go inside what's now like two lean-tos kind of sort of. You could also hmm. examine the parts that are trampled in the middle, but those will probably yield less information. And Prophet goes up to um, one of them. It conveniently does not have an attached door and just walks right in. All right. I'll follow. By the I'll way, th- this building is significantly large enough that if Gorga is continuing to remain 30 feet away, Gorga can still walk into the building. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get... Keep a healthy 20 to 30 feet, so... Gorga's there with a 30-foot pole, just constantly poking <laughs> profit. <laughs> oh, no. This is not canon. There are right, no right. poles that are 30 feet long that are intact anywhere on top of the spire. It's oh. white and it's got a red tip. No. <laughs> you never uh, let me have any fun. I let you have fun all the time. Fine. Okay, so when you walk in the building, you see machinery and tools scattered everywhere. Most of it looks very much unintact. Uh, there's some bits and bobs that look like they're half-assembled pieces. Some look like they were fully assembled at one point and have now been less assembled than before. There's various papers and blueprints scattered about. Some of them are neatly on shelves. Some of them are not. Some of the shelves are not neat because they themselves have been scattered as well. It's almost as if a Tarrasque went through this place. Well, he did say the Tarrasque went, so what do we have here? 
by the way, a significant amount of the stuff looks to be scaled for smaller beings, like halfling or gnome-sized. Hmm. Well, figures we'd find a gnome workshop among a group of dragon worshippers. I mean... Admonites, to be honest. And the prophet points at a plaque that is still hanging on a wall, probably because it was welded there, uh, that appears to have the image of a blank scroll. Hmm. Agba has not been eaten. I recognize the symbol. Followers of Agna, god of knowledge and learning. Fascinating. Why were Agmanites working with dragon worshippers? Probably because they had quite a bit of information that the Agmanites wanted. I mean, there's this, and uh, apparently this is an area that Prophet has gone through before. They go over to one of the intact shells and pull out a, a rolled up blueprint and hand it to Gorga. Or attempt to. It depends on if Gorga is still remaining 30 feet away. Otherwise, we just watch this wonderful dance of Prophet walking towards Gorga and Gorga backstepping. <laughs> if enough people have already walked around the rest of the floor, then I'm going to assume that there any traps would have been triggered already. So yeah, I'll go ahead and take the blueprints and do my best to decipher them, but I'm not a builder, so it's not my specialties. I got a 17 on my investigation. Okay. So with a very low roll, if you had gotten a five, you would have opened it up and said, these are blueprints for a three-headed mechanical dragon. (laughs) With a 10, you would have said, this is blueprints for a three-headed mechanical dragon that has a passenger seat or a driver's seat, possibly a driver's seat. With a 15, it looks like the seat is the controls. The plans were changed. There was an edit to it. There were going to be controls put in there, but at the last minute, they changed the design so that sitting in the seat lets you control it. Well, I found the blueprints for the three-headed dragon thing. Looks like it was controlled by magic. Interesting, I guess. That's Ogbenites for you. The officially advanced magic is indistinguishable from technology. I mean, I could be reading this thing wrong. It looks like the original intention wasn't for it to be magic controlled, but at some point they removed the controls and just added a chair that lets you control it. So I'm assuming that means magic. You hear a I guess sound. It depends if they knew. And yes, Eo, that was my idea too, but Gorga has absolutely no reason to come to that conclusion. Oh, yeah, no one in the party would, would know that, no, but the, no, many yeah. of the players are already aware. Mm-hmm. You hear a sound. What? kind of sound at first it sound you think it sounds like like a waterfall That's but not not really weird it's coming from that box over there i stand 30 feet away from the box i i think they broke the plumbing in here and it's... i open the box oh. the box does not have a door the box is just a box it's mostly made of metal but there is one side that's made of glass Ooh. i draw my sword it is still making a sound I'm only doing it a little bit because that would get very annoying if I did it for a long period of time, but just imagine that going constantly. And I am going to go peer at the glass. Yeah, I'm looking at the glass. Okay. The glass is glowing. It's very faint. There's there's apparently a layer of dust, grime, soot, possibly all of those. Maybe a thin layer of oil. Okay, no, not a thin layer of oil. That is That is a very thick layer of oil. But there is a glow coming from the glass underneath all of that. Weird. It's trapped. What is it? I suspect it's a friend. By the Um, way, this box is, it's a very, it's not a very deep box, but it's about, um, 
a foot by a foot by like three inches. Help me find something to break this. That sounds like a bad idea. So I'm going to stand 40 feet away, even if that means I have left the building. Um, yeah, let's look for something that can break this. Hold on. Do you want us to break this? Sound nervous if you don't. Who are you asking? The box. I don't really know how to sound nervous or not nervous. I just sound like me. But I have not heard that make that sound before. It's just been sitting there gathering dust and whatever else is on it. It didn't look interesting at the time. Sorry, I was, um... I was asking it to sound nervous. It sounds like someone's talking how, in there. Well, how big is the glass? Yeah, it's it's a box that is one foot by one foot by three inches. And how big, one how of the big two the sides, glass? the glass on one side is one foot by one foot square. The back side is made of metal. All the shorter sides are made of metal. Okay. I, I put my hand on the glass. Um, it feels like you just put your hand in an oil slick. But there is definitely glass underneath the oil slick. All right, I can deal with that. Do you pull your hand away? I want to see what it does. Okay, well, it feels a bit warm to the touch, but otherwise just putting your hand on the glass doesn't really change anything. The thing inside? It's still making noises. Mostly the waterfall sound. Should we throw it off the cliff? No. Does it need the water around it to survive? I think it is the water. It is the water. Okay, I leave this to you. I take out my mace and I try to smash the glass. Give me an attack roll. Uh, oh, wait. I actually used that. This, uh, that's an 18. Okay. You successfully smash the glass. The waterfall sound stops. Okay. Did Whatever you... was inside has also stopped. A thin wisp of smoke comes out. I think you killed it. Color is this? Is it blue? I mean, it might be slightly blue, but... Let's face it, anytime you smash electronics and release a smoke, it's usually going to be a, a, a mysterious blue smoke. You, right, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Is was not the, the creature? smoke doing anything? Um, slowly dissipating. There's not much of a breeze in here. That did not go as I expected. Did you oh. die? No, we are fine. You can come in. You probably won't, but you can. Yes, but uh, I got better. <laughs> I mean, canonically, you are exactly correct. I didn't mean that death. Then no, as far as I know, I didn't die. You are if all I did, alive this to is me. a very strange afterlife. You are all very strange people. Has yes. anyone ever told you that? Yes. They are all very reckless and way too trusted. Keep in mind, who is telling you that you are all very strange people? I look in the box. How wide is this mountaintop? Miles. Okay, Prophet, how about you walk 10 miles in that direction? I came out this way. I will finish my job first. And Prophet walks out. Is there anything still in the box? Uh, Various machinery parts, little bits of metal and ceramic, and you have no idea what any of them do. Okay, Gorga, just clued into the fact that Prophet said he was doing a job, and she's going to pursue that fact. I'm following Prophet. What job? Can you speak more of your job? As... The angel has I'll stated, go behind. Following as well. I am on a pilgrimage. I have told you this before. I do this usually once a year. I visit all the shrines. I meditate on the impermanence of all that is, including gods. And then I go back down. I have visited one of the temples. I will visit the other four. And then I will go back down to 
the resting place of the world eater. There's more food down there. And Prophet walks away. I follow. Same. And that's where we're going to end it. So, thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy. Archbeth is hanging out in chat. LFA was hanging out in another chat. Is there anything that anyone would like to plug? My mom writes books. You can find them at elizabeth-mccoy.com. My website is bookofjen at bookofjen.net. It's got podcasts and gaming stuff and other stuff. And content is added when I can. And that's bookofjen.net. I run a social media website at elekk.xyz. And I have a website personally at noelle.codes. N-O-E-L-L-E dot codes. And Cindy is awesome. And Cindy is awesome. Yes. Thank you. And we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gaming. Yes, you can help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janadalock, Mickey, Shanchen, and Walter. And until next time... Subscribe to the Patreon. You'll get the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> Disclaimer, you will not actually get a seat. <laughs> All right. And so until next time, this is Crash saying... Hmm, yes, that was very odd. I've never seen a portal do that, have you? Oh, you have. You'll only need the edge. Twice, in fact. GLaDOS has many new experiments to run. Fascinating. Look at me still talking when there's science to do. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm calling this a great success. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night.